Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. In the fall of 1987, four men find themselves reunited with childhood friends for the first time in ten years. They are drawn together by the mysterious death of a mentor they all cared for together as children. World of Darkness, The Ultimate Evil is a first edition Chronicles of Darkness game that takes place in Bismarck, North Dakota and is inspired by the satanic panic of the 1980s. Remembrance is the first story arc that follows Alex, played by Adam B., Wayne, played by Adam C., Che, played by Andrew, and Michael, played by Slavic, as they discover the mysteries that surround them in their hometown. If you would like to contact us, you can reach us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM or on Facebook at Twin Cities by Night. We hope you enjoy. All right, you guys are sitting there. Denny's, uh, go ahead. Scene's back to you guys. Alex will take a long drag off of his cigarette, knock some ash into the ashtray, and as he blows the smoke out through his nose, he'll look up. I think we should get in touch with the journalist and see what the hell the point of all of this is. I thought it was I'll share the number he gave us with the others. I wonder if there's some angle that he's coming at that we just can't see right now. Mike, I'd hate to suggest uh, anything that would be uh, not considered good in the eyes of the law, but something is drawing me back to that house. I'd I'd like to go see it again, maybe uh, during the nighttime or something. Uh, You know, not not wanting to um, get you in any kind of trouble with your job or anything, but I think maybe if we could go inside or something like that. Yeah, I I know where you're coming from. Have you thought about looking into the uh, owners, like I suggested? Finding out who actually owns the property? Maybe talking to them? We definitely could, uh, we definitely should talk to them. Yeah, yeah, we should. And Mike could also look up the three names, too. You know, those are obviously. That's what I wanted to say. I wanted to check up those names so we have to delegate our work. Also, just to kind of uh, just to get back into the the times, how it was back then, right? One common way to like see where someone lived was the phone book, the yellow pages. You could simply go look up Smith Brown and be like, "Uh, let me try this number, let me or let me try this address, this address." Because back then, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe to eat, have your name removed from the phone book, you had to pay extra. Like if you didn't pay an extra fee. With as part of your phone service, like you were thrown in a phone book, and those were updated annually. So I believe I'm correct in that. Yeah, yeah. For any '80s kids, they might remember that and everything like that. You'd have what was called an unlisted number, which was like actually you had to pay for to have it unlisted. And most people would do that who were like victims of stalking or or, or harassment or just wanted to be left alone. You know. So uh, just wanted to shoot that to you guys too. So seeds on you guys. Go ahead. So we have to delegate our work. So I guess I'll take a look into into those guys, Dora Bates, John Yuan, et cetera, et cetera, at work. Anyone willing to handle the owner's thing? Out of character, would that be something that I would be able to look into? Or is that something that, like, somebody would – you'd have to be, like, a cop to look into or something? You know the house is for rent. Okay, yeah. You saw a rent sign there, so you, that, that's a lead that you can start looking into there, you know? Okay, so I'm going to 
do a little social engineering. <laughs> yeah, social engineering. Man, smoke some weed, listen to some Ozzy, and do some social engineering. So I'm gonna I'm gonna look to Mike. Um, I think I'll get in touch with that real estate agent. Maybe see if I can uh, get any information from her. Uh, maybe I'll just come at it with the angle that I'm like actually interested in the house and see what she'll tell me. Okay, that's good. That could work definitely. What about you guys? Any ideas? Any leads? Well, I could uh, I could try talking to one of these other two people. Maybe this uh, Charlie guy. See if I can find him. Uh, maybe he still lives in town. Okay. I could go talk to Jay and see if he knows anything about that house. I'm sure, like, Michael, you could even go in there today and do some stuff, you know what I mean? If you were a smooth operator enough, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think I might do that, you know, just to have it off my chest. Yeah, definitely. So we'll do this, right? We're going to take each scene at a time, and then we'll do kind of a, react, uh, a reaction to it, right? So, like, we'll start with Mike. He's, we're going to do Mike first. And whatever he may find out, then it may change what you three may decide to do, or you may do something as a group, or you know what I mean? Decide to do something uh, to that extent. Does that sound like a good plan to you guys? Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. All right, Michael. Let's do the scene on you. So you're getting up from the diner. Or are you going to leave poor Alex there, or are you going to, like, drop him off at home? Yeah, or maybe one of these guys can give him a ride home. Alex okay. will stay to finish his food if it hasn't yet been finished. <laughs> nice. I guess we'll just... can get a ride with someone. All right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, what were you going to say? Yeah, let's... Okay. Let's just move on to the police station. So you, you roll into work. Uh, it's actually starting to get a little brisker because we, we said it was uh, like in early September. The fall is starting to kick in there. You come in on a Sunday and you notice that the parking lot... Obviously, it's not as full as it normally is, like on a Saturday or anything to that extent. You see that a lot of the, 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 the issued cars that you drive when you're on patrol usually uh, are, are out about the building of the Bismarck Police Department. It's a brick building that has a huge two double glass doors that you have to open up, you know, with your hands, you know, to get in. You see some windows of some office buildings. You know that, like in the basement, they kind of have like some temporary jail cells or usually people who have DUIs or, or getting fights or something to that extent. Uh, you walk in the front, you, you, you know, uh, uh, there's a little like cipher lock where you got to put in like a pin to get in, like a push the old buttons and pin. It's like metal. Uh, the person up front, she just kind of nods to you. A lot of cops come in, you know, off hours when they're not working either to catch up on paperwork. Cause back then paperwork had to be typed or written out. And that, that was a lot more, it took a lot more time consuming than using a word processor for the most part, even though there was some there, uh, but most common cops like you obviously you know, didn't have access to them. So go ahead. Seems on you. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll try to first look into any files relating to the case of Amanda. Like what are you trying to find? I guess if there were any other people, uh, uh, any other noteworthy people that were there, any vit witnesses, anything, you know, I'm going to have you roll. Uh, we'll do intelligence and uh, investigation. I want to say two successes, though, because since this is a California case, it's not a Bismarck case, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I have four dice. So, but I made it. Yes. So you're looking through there, and you're because you're seeing that, like, right away, they, they just assume, not assumed, uh, obviously, their first instinct was to assume that was like a uh, some kind of. Um, 
like a Ted Bundy Green River killer. You know what I mean? Like a, a sexual deviant, you know, killer that came upon her, meaning that it wasn't a personal business at all because they actually investigated her husband and they investigated like people that were um, somewhat close to her, as close as she could, it could be because she didn't have a lot of friends there uh, at Stanford when that happened because she only lived there for a couple months. and It was mainly her and her husband at the time. Her husband was going to school and she was spending a lot of time in apartment because she wasn't really signed up for school yet. Do you, you do read, though, too, that there's one thing that states that a week before she got murdered, that there was an argument that she had at a law firm that she ended up getting a receptionist job for. Like she had a receptionist job for two, three weeks at a law firm where she just worked like the front desk and that she had an argument. People assumed it was her husband that was arguing with her. But it turns out the cops found out that it wasn't her husband that, that didn't fit the description, but they couldn't get in any identity on the subject. But still, they think it was some kind of like predatory murder, not like a murder of vengeance, especially due to how she, what happened with her, you know, being raped and how she was laid out and especially where it happened at and everything like that. There's no description about the person she had the argument with or... Like you're, I mean, it's been 10 years, you know, and you're just trying to look at the records that there are in Bismarck. But they just said like kind of a darker haired, taller male, but nothing like it's almost like saying, yeah, you know, a chick with long hair, you know, yeah. kind of like that description. Okay, that's that's something. What do you want to do next, my good friend? Oh well, that's a very good idea. I think I'll think about I mean, that while we jump to someone else. Or... Well, you do have three other people too. I mean, you got three other names. You know what I mean? Just to get yeah. if you don't. Yeah, want I to, guess you know. I'll, I'll just yeah, I'll, I'll check everyone. Obviously, you know. See if anything yeah. comes so let, up. Let's do the same role, the normal successes. Uh, let's do the first one for Charlie Dunn. Okay. Yeah, I have that success. And you find nothing, oddly, which is weird. You don't find any kind of record, uh, police record, or any kind of like a, a, a place of residence or anything to that extent. Like, you, There's nothing, absolutely nothing on a Charlie Dunn, which is kind of odd because usually, you know what I mean? There's like tax, something, or you know what I'm saying? Like, there's something that you can find, no matter how minute, but like there's nothing on a Charlie Dunn. Peculiar. Okay, let's move down the list. Who do you want to do next? Johnny Vaughn or Dora yeah. Bates? Johnny Vaughn, I guess. Johnny Vaughn? All right, cool. Let's, uh, uh, same role? Yep. Uh, nothing. Okay. And uh, let's do Dora Bates next. Uh, yeah, sweet. Success. You have information on Dora Bates that she was. She's married to a Johnny Vaughn. There's an apartment number, an apartment name. The name of the apartment complex is Prairie View Apartments. When you read that name, you're like, oh, God. Like, you're, you think right away, and, and you think, like, this is just, like, you get so many calls where you got to go to this place. Mind you, like, Bismarck-type calls, like, domestic violence, intoxicated in public fist fights, noise complaints. Like when you're on shift on the weekend, when you have to do weekend shift, you're at least there at least once a weekend, if not, you know what I mean? Multiple times. It's actually uh, like four apartment buildings that are kind of put together in a square and they have like a courtyard in the middle where there's like a playground and shit and, then, and, and like a bunch of grass that kids can play in. And then there's like parking lots that, you know what I mean, are square around it of the apartment so people can park and go there. The three-story apartments. They're kind of, uh, they're, you know, you, you know, they're brown. I'm not going to get too in depth into, you know, unless you guys go there or whatever. You're like, yeah, God, these are some winners when you see that. And you also see, though, that she was picked up for uh, prostitution three or four years ago, but she was, uh, you know, did 
some jail time for a couple of weeks and was released. So, so that is what you're, so that's more information to go off of there. You guys have, you know, mm-hmm. interesting. Interesting. I guess, uh, yeah. I think I'll may, maybe look into Amanda's husband. Uh, you could look up into Brandon Porter. So, uh, let's do the same role. Yeah. Uh, nothing. All right. Now, now maybe you could talk to these guys and have you're like, okay, now we got a way to go. You know what I mean? Like, and and believe it or not, and I'm not doing this for cheesy storyteller reaction, but the fancy phones that you have at your desk at work that you can sit at, they have like bridge capabilities and speakerphone capabilities, which are kind of a, you know what I mean? Something that government municipal jobs have now, you know? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I guess I'll, I'll go home, you know, cross, just take a look at the notes I took thinking about possible connections, stuff like that. All right. Cool stuff. All right, we'll cut to you next, Wayne. All right. And if you guys ever want to call out, any of you guys want to call another character, whatever, fine, you know, just let me know. So Wayne's on you. Go ahead. Okay. So I want to talk to the um, real estate agent, maybe see if I can get some access to the house. Do I? All right, definitely. Would I have recalled the real estate agent's name? Because I know that there would probably be like a sign out front and stuff like that. There's a, a remembering role, and I'll do intelligence plus composure. But I'm going to add a plus one difficulty or well, minus one difficulty. So you'll have to, because of the stress of what you were under, you know, when you were there, it wasn't the most relaxing uh, time. So intelligence and composure minus one. So it'd be four dice you'd have to roll. Oh, and he gets a success. So you're sitting there. I mean, man, you are, you are just like motivated. You know what I mean? You're zoned in. The process is tight. Uh, just this this purpose, and you're sitting there like I got to and you're just like, holy cow! And you remember the the, the phone number for it. So, um, am I am I still at a uh, Denny's at this point, or can we say that I've uh, I've gone home? Yeah, yeah. You can say you guys have. You know what I mean? Well, we'll say you have left. We can say those two are still at Denny's unless okay. when we get to them, they decide. So, yeah, if you're at home, you're at home if you want to. So, uh, the name uh, flies into my head, and I just um run oh, the number the. the or the phone yeah, the number, phone. Okay, yeah. So, um, and I'm just going to kind of like <clears throat> and uh, go to the phone and uh, kind of try to get myself composed and then uh, give the number a dial. As the phone rings and it rings and then you hear uh, an answer, Miller Property Management, uh, how can I help you? Hi, my name is John Miller. Uh, I saw your sign outside of a property that uh, – would look like a great place for my first house. Uh, me and my wife are, are trying to find a place to settle down in, and uh, the neighborhood just looked great. Uh, great place for me to may- maybe uh, start a family. So I was wondering if oh, uh, yeah. you could show me. I don't know uh, if you have open houses uh, scheduled for that place or anything, but uh, I'd really like to see the inside of it. Yeah, we're normally like closed on Sundays, but I just happen to be in the office here cleaning up and everything. Yeah, I mean, if you want to take a look at it, uh, what's the property that you're interested in? And I'm going to tell her the uh, address of the of the house that we. Oh, saw. over there on North Forest Street by the Capitol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a quaint little place. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, let me see here. Uh, he looks at his watch. Uh, maybe in a an hour I could be down there. Is that okay? Oh, that would be so great. Thank you so much. Uh, I'll meet you there in an hour. Thanks again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds good, definitely. And uh, we'll we'll fast forward to an hour. Are you gonna Are you gonna like go there? Like, uh, you just want to go there like your normal self there and everything? Uh, probably want to change my look a little bit. Um, maybe 
try to look a little less greasy if that's possible. Uh, maybe he has like a button shirt he can put on. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, he has a button cleaner or something. <laughs> and uh, yeah, 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 a button jean shirt. Yeah. <laughs> try to get into the mind of this uh, John Miller dude, and um, yeah, then he's gonna he's gonna get in the car and and uh, head down to meet up with this this guy. Do it to it. So as you guys uh, drive, uh, as you get in your uh, your beater Toyota Corolla, you're you're rolling down there. As you get up, you get to where uh, it's it's kind of a nicer luxury vehicle, kind of like a Cadillac, you know, one of the older Cadillacs that were like fucking like tanks, you know, at the time. Uh, you see a figure getting out. He has like um polyester, like brown slacks on, you know, and he he kind of has a gut that that hangs out. Uh, he has a white button up short sleeve shirt that's tucked in. His his head is he, he's an older guy. His head's like bald on top, kind of trimmed his sides. He has like thick glasses on. He's shaven, but he ha- you know has a couple of jowls there. And he gets out, and you see he kind of like adjusts his belt a little bit, but there to get situated. And he offers this meaty hand towards you, and he's like, "Mr. Miller," and he's like, "Hi, my name's Bob. I work for Miller Property Management. Uh, you know, no no relation, I assume. Uh, by the way, I'm not a Miller. <laughs> no relation." He's like, all right, good stuff. So, yeah, this is a nice property here. And he's got, and as you're standing there, look at that, looking at the house for a second when he like motions his hand, you're like, you get like this little, you don't see anything, but you're like, oh man, you know what I mean? Like you're looking at the grass where a couple of days ago you puked, you know what I mean? You kind of see a little discoloration there a little bit. You're a little like, or someone like had looked through and saw, but there's no one looking through. So, uh, and, and you look back up to the house that we described before but this time it's a lot more intimate it's a lot more you 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 look at the driveway that kind of goes up a little bit onto the hill until or goes up a little mini hill till it goes into like a flatness that gets in the garage you see like the the it's cracked you know like time and and weather and and has has broken it down you see like weeds that are starting to fight their way through some of these cracks and you look at the lawn and you see like the lawn is really patchy at, in, in some aspects and have like this uh crabgrass that has grown its way through you know you see stub trunk of like where a tree had got cut at one point and you have this flashback of a memory of like there used to be like a crab apple tree there i want you to give me a wits and composure roll please holy shit man holy shit balls dude four a two holy crap all right and i just rerolled four. 10 there right yeah, holy shit. Oh, no, of course dude. it's two, though. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. But still, four successes is a lot. So you're sitting there, and you're looking. You know, there's a moment where you're looking at this tree, and you're kind of lost in thought, and you and you have this, like, a sense of deja vu, almost, of, like, walking in grass along the side and, like, and, like stepping on crab apples and thinking as a kid, like, fuck, I hate crab apples. I hate stepping in crab apples. And, and, and But it's, like... When you're thinking it, you you remember like like you're sneaking, you know, and and like you're sitting there and you just remember like as you have this feeling like you're part of a locomotive, like a part of a train, you know, and you see like you're, you're creeping along and you step and, and you just have this memory of looking down at your shoes and being like fuck, I can't even see, but I hate crab apples, I hate them, I hate them, and then you cut back a little bit to uh, where you're sitting there and you, you hear the guy, uh, you okay there, sir? Oh, yeah, uh, I am. Uh, and uh, thanks again. I just want to thank you for meeting me on a Sunday. I know you guys don't usually do that. Um, uh, I, I'm a sucker for, for starting families, and I can't think of a better house for you and your family to rent 
uh, uh, you know, to, if you want to start having young ones, this is a great neighborhood here and emotions across the street and you see like there's similar houses across the street, but behind and you, and, and you guys are starting to walk up the driveway. You can kind of see that there, there's, there's an elementary school right behind there and there's a good old Catholic church over there. And you hear the ding, you know, like you see, and matter of fact, you hear kind of like the bells going a little bit there. Uh, great neighborhood. You got the Capitol grounds. He turns to his right and he motions towards, and you see like the Capitol building there and you see like the green grounds there. It's, it's great. You know, we got parks, plenty of space and everything. And you see a pulley like has this thing with, he pulls out with keys and he goes and he unlocks the door and he opens up the door. And as the door opens up, you're like, oh, you kind of get this little sense like, what the fuck am I doing? But then it's just, you look in and you're seeing like, oh, it's an empty house. You know, like, you don't have this, like, uh, it was really nerve-wracking when that happened. But when you look in this house, uh, you see where there is on the left, like, the a good part is the living room, right? Like, when you walk in here, and it's like, it has an orange uh, like an orange, but not bright orange, almost like a subdued orange carpet that's on the floor, you know, but it's a shag carpet. You could see that that's probably where you would set up your TV, yada, yada, right? And you see that there's like a window where uh, like you can look through the window and you could see the driveway and the garage. If you look through the window as you're sitting there, you look to the right and you see like the there's a smaller section, like a third of the room is a linoleum of like that has like yellow daisies in a way on it. And this would probably be, and and it's not hard to guess when, you know, I'm sure you all looked at rental properties. Like this is where the dining room table would be. Right. And and you see that there's a window that's like three foot by like two and a half by three feet there, you know, not like a huge window where people can spy in on you, but if you wanted to like crack it open and get some air while you're eating lunch or whatever, you know, that it could be there. And you also see, and I didn't mention this one walking up, and I should have mentioned there's to the left of the front door where like the living room is, there's a huge picture glass window where that are by like eight feet by, you know what I mean? Five feet by eight foot. Does that make sense? You saw those in a lot of the older homes where usually people would look in and they would see, I forgot the name of the painter, the American painter. He used to paint like family home scenes and like diner scenes back in the fifties. Like, you know, that scene where there usually is a husband like reading a newspaper or something like that. That's what people would see if they were going on walks when these homes were originally built like in the fifties and the sixties, you know? And, and you could kind of see it on the right where the dining room table or dining room would be at there's like a little entrance to a kitchen. And so the guy's like, you know, yeah, here we have our living room here. Uh, you know, you have a nice little area you can put a dining room. It's like, it's actually a two bedroom house. And he points goes further along the living room to where there's a little hallway that you see now, you know, where the wall, like here's a wall for the living room here. And then you see there's a little hallway there. And we got, we got two rooms here and, and a single bathroom. He's kind of opening it up and you're like, you're walking in here and you're not like really like feeling, you know what I mean? Like uh, feeling any, Nothing. You're just like, okay, I'm seeing this. And then he, co- he goes, let's go look at the kitchen and the dining area. And you, as you walk through the dining area, let me get a wits and composure roll again. As you're walking uh, past that little window, you get like, you feel the hair on your neck raise up a little bit and you look up at it, but it's a, it's a weird feeling. It's almost like, have any of you guys ever seen something as a kid and then went back and saw it as an adult when you hadn't seen it, like in a huge gap of time, right? I don't know if you guys have ever seen, uh, had anything similar like that happen to you in your lives where it's almost like, wow, that seems so much bigger or that seems so much different, you know, and you, you're having that feeling when you see it, but you can't quite pinpoint it. He walks past her into a kitchen. It's this really small kitchen that has like lime green wallpaper on there, really small, the, the, the fridge, 
and the dishwasher, they're like a yellowish color, like like purposely yellowish, not because of time, but they're older. It's older stuff and there's not modern stuff. And then he's like, and then here you can go down here and he opens this little door and he's like, we have a cellar down here. Uh, it's not finished, you know, but where you can put your washer and dryer down here and, uh, you know, you could store stuff and, and, and stuff like that. And, and that's pretty much it here. And he kind of turns around and looks at you. He's like, first, you rent. mind if I take a look at the basement or the cellar rather? Yeah. Yeah. Go, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. And he's like, let's go ahead and go down. And he's like, feeling long. You can tell he's not too familiar, you know, with the house, but he's feeling along because he opens the door and there's steps that go down and, and it's dark. And he's like, let me feel here. Where is that light? And he like turns on the light and the light comes on. And it's really glaring because it's just like a single bulb that's like hanging from like, you know what I mean? Like a wire that they used to have back then. So you're kind of like, oh, you're taking it back a little bit. But then he's like, he starts going down the steps with you. And as you're going down the steps, you, you, have, you have a general sense of claustrophobia because it's not like wide steps. It's very like, like almost like can touch your shoulders, especially him because he's much wider than you. So it's like, it's just doom, doom, doom. You're going down the steps. You can hear like the echo of, of the, your feet like hitting the wood, especially him because he has like dress loafers that kind of have a little heel to them. So it's like you can hear it clacking down, clacking down. He gets down to the bottom and he makes a left. And there's a moment where you're like, you're, you're starting to feel, I don't want to say like uncontrollable anxiety, but almost where you can kind of feel a little bit like your saliva glands are starting to make a little bit more saliva. Your heart rate is just a little bit starting to get up tempo. And as you turn there, you look, you just see, he, he turns on the light and it's just like this bare, it's, it's like all foundation, like bare cement, uh, gray cement almost matches perfectly with the, the, with the floor plan upstairs. But this time there's just nothing there. You see like where there's washer and dryer hookups. You even see like the old sinks they used to have. I don't know if you remember, but they used to have, they'd have like a big, like almost like trough sink where it was split in the middle and they'd have, so if you had to clean anything down there, you know, that you didn't want to get dirtier upstairs with, there's even like a drain in the cement on the floor, you know, like a little drain thing in case like the, the washer and dryer leaked or, or anything to that extent. And it's just like bare and there's dust and you can see like spider webs. You can see some shelves that maybe there used to be stuff like that. And the guy's like, yeah, you know, here's some shelves. If your, if your wife does any kind of, um, preserves, you know, like, you know, like where they pickle stuff or whatever, or put like garden stuff. And he's like, you know, so it's pretty spacey here. A lot, you know, you can use this for storage and, and anything to that extent here. So, so he looks at, he's like, so are you interested in this? You know, uh, first month. Uh, we were originally were asking 500 a month, you know, for rent, but we're willing to knock it down to like 350 if that's, uh, and you, uh, give me a, uh, let's do wits and empathy. Oh, wow. You got a lot of dice for that too. Oh, there we go. Okay. One, two, three. Reroll the 10. Reroll that 10. This guy's a dice god. But you can see right here that this dude is like straight up, like he wants, like, you could tell he's like way too forthright, I guess. Like he, you could tell he want, he, he's, he wants someone to rent this place. Like when he's like, he's, he's too eager to like, Oh, you want it? You want it? You know, like almost like he might. Yeah, exactly. I want to that's, pry that's him for some, for maybe to, some information if he knows anything, but I need to go about it the right way. Um, okay. So I'm going to ask him, um, do you know about any of the people? I'm trying to think if that would be like a weird thing to ask or not. Um, I'll ask him. So do you know why the people who lived here before moved out? This place is just so great. Ah, uh, you know, uh, it, it could be, it could be this or it could be, you know, I think it's probably wasn't the right fit. I don't know. And I'm going to have us roll against each other right now. Uh, so I am going to have you roll the same roll, uh, and he is going to roll subterfuge. So we'll say he has four dice. 
Same role as last time, right? Yeah, yeah. So you got to okay. beat, you got to get, uh, beat two successes. Okay, yeah, I only got one. Oh, did you? Okay. So you're sitting there and you're like, yeah, why? And he's like, oh, you know, this just wasn't a good fit to them. You know, this wasn't a good fit. Hmm, okay. Uh, let me see. Um, now, if you want to go a different method to try to find out, that's fine. I'm not saying like you, you're like, I hate saying like, oh, we rolled against each other. And it can't be brought up again. You know what I mean? If you have an idea and you're like, I want to try it from this angle and it may even role play out. You know what I mean? But definitely he, he gave an answer like kind of a bullshit, you know, I'm like, oh, it just wasn't a good fit. So do I, can I read that that's bullshit or, um, do I like, uh, a- I mean, you, you, I guess I would say that. You can kind of tell there's a reason that he's, you can tell he's trying to get someone to rent this property over eagerly more so than normal, but you can't like really, you know what I mean? Quite detect that if he's lying to you, but you know, that's not normal how he's acting, trying to get rid of it. Does that make sense? Well, let me just tell you, man, I think this place is great. I mean, obviously I'm going to have to run it by the wife first, but, uh, you know, I think you're going to be hearing from me. You know, listen, man, right? You're a young man. And I remember what it was like to be young. Do you really need to get your wife involved into something? You, you can make the decision. You can surprise her. And guess what? I'll just make it three even a month. Instead of a year lease, we could do six months. And uh, you can surprise your wife. And, 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 and who knows, man? You know, maybe your first baby will come around eight months later. And you guys could start that family. I'm going to uh, try to pretend like I'm just really considering it. Like maybe on the verge of saying yes, but... Do you have a card or something I can have? I, I really just need to think this over a little bit longer. It is a big choice after all. Uh, yeah, 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 definitely. Let me uh, go ahead and, uh, you know, and he pulls out his wallet and or pulls out his pocket protector, excuse me, and he pulls a card out and he kind of hands it to you there. Hey, I just want to thank you again for your time. Uh, I'll be back in touch with you either way. And I really think this is going to be a good fit for me and my family. I'm feeling really positively about this. He pats you on the back, and he's like, yeah, that's good. That's good. Let's go ahead and make our way up here, man. Let's go get some air. And he, he starts climbing up the steps. And as he's climbing up the steps, and you're following, there's a moment where you stop, and you just kind of look behind you. And you just kind of, like, feel like a little shiver, and then you just keep, like, going up the steps there. So we will cut to you, uh, Alex. All right. After I finish up at uh, Denny's, I'll hop on a bus and take it back over to that halfway house or as close to it as I can get. All right, yeah, you, you, it takes about 30 minutes, but you eventually get to there, and you, you see that house is there. Okay. I'll walk back up to it. Uh, you see, like, outside. yeah, there's, there's a guy who's smoking a cigarette, like, kind of older-looking, like, like vulture-looking guy I was telling you about, you know, like, when you guys left off, kind of has, like, slumped over, wearing, like, a green dicky shirt, you know, you know, gray chinos, and he's sitting there just like smoking a cigarette and he's looking at you like all weary and everything. All right. I'll walk up to him. Hey, uh, is Jay Bishop still here? <laughs> he spits on the ground. And he like takes a drag of his cigarette again. He's like that fucking Bible thumping faggot. He, he disappeared. Really? What happened? I don't, uh, I don't know. He fucking went about his ways. Who knows? I know all I know is he's uh, violated his probation and, Fucking cop pigs are looking for him. That's all I know. Wait, wait. How did you violate? What happened? He appeared. He didn't report in one night. We're supposed to be. We have a curfew, and we're supposed to be here at a certain time. And no. Fuck. Is this shit still here? Can I take a look? I'm fucking. I'm fucking no. This was a couple of days ago. I don't run this place. You know where you live? Do you know where you lived up there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I talked to him a few days ago. 
shit, I didn't see you going here. And he like turns around and smokes a cigarette, you know, like continue smoking, like, you know, hear no evil, see no evil yeah. kind of shit. Thanks, man. And I'll walk right in. Yeah, you open up the door and you could kind of hear, like, there's some steps immediately in front when you open the door, like I described, that kind of have, like, the carpet, uh, like, in the middle of the steps, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you can hear, and then the, like, right to the right, there's, like, a couple bookshelves with a couple chairs. And then you could kind of hear, like, there's a living room back there and some people are probably watching a TV. You can hear, like, some kind of movie or something being played on, like, a tube television. As you go up the steps, you get up to where the room is and you see it's completely empty at this point. Like, they, they don't cleared it out. Ah, shit. There's not even a, a Bible on the floor or nothing? Nothing. Like, you know, like he's pretty much wanted again. They have a warrant for his arrest, so they took his stuff, cleared the room for if someone gets out, you know, they can get shoved right in there too. All right. I'll go downstairs to where everyone's watching TV. Yeah. You see that there's like a couple guys sitting there smoking uh, cigarettes and watching TV. There's about three or four of them. And like they're sitting in these plastic chairs, and they kind of have this like look of like just like they're deflated. But it's kind of like, uh, like through the motions, like they, they might not even really be watching whatever is on the television. It's just that sound and the, and the, and the, and the pixelated light is almost some kind of like comfort blanket to them that makes, they'll make the time go by quicker until they can like, again, be fully part of society. So they're just kind of sitting there yeah. just, it could be whatever. And they're just watching. Zoned. All right. Yeah. All right. I'll walk into the room and Hey, uh, guys. They, they all just kind of, you see a couple of them like, they're looking at you like, yeah, well, one's like, yeah. Anybody know what happened to, uh, Jay Bishop? Uh, he looks Jay Bishop and, well, was that's that fucking, that Texan, the, the Southern guy with the. Yeah, yeah, the Bible. The guy. He just didn't report in one night. I guess he went to go have lunch or watch a movie and he was like level three, right? And they're like, yeah, he was level three. And the guy looks at you, he's like, you know what level three is, right? I got no idea what's level three. Level three is like pretty much right before you're, it's a, they, we have a privilege program here where we earn privileges. And when we get to level three, it's where we can go out for like three or four hours to go have lunch or do whatever, or look for jobs or, or anything like that to that extent. And I guess he just didn't come back. That's what they're saying. So they got a warrant for him now. God damn it. All right. Do you know what they do with this stuff? I uh, fucking pigs come and get it from all I know. Right. And he's like, yeah, I think cops get it. I don't know, man. The other guy just goes back to watching the TV. Like, you know. Well, shit. All right. Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they go back to all, like, melting their faces into their fist, you know, as they're, like, leaning there. I'll light a cigarette, and then I'll head out of the house. Do I see the uh, the old Native American guy that was giving me the stink eye last time I was in? Uh, well, uh, he was a, he was a, uh, he wasn't an older guy, but I was about to have you roll a fucking roll. <laughs> he totally <laughs> fucking ruined it for me. Am I that predictable? Uh, let me get a whiff composure. One success. So you're sitting there and as you're sitting, you step out and you light a cigarette. You're looking around because like I said, this is the South side of Bismarck. So a lot of it's like decrepit. There's not a lot of it. It's not like the street where they're like, it's a tight knit, close neighborhood, you know, where homes are close. So you step out and you just see all this dead grass and, and then you see like a street and across the street, there's like where there's probably like some business and there's nothing in the building now, you know, and you see as you're sitting there lighting a cigarette, you see like this olive green old pickup truck and you can tell it's running because that you could see the, the, the totally not eco-friendly smoke and exhaust that's coming out from the tail. But you, you squint and you look and you see the same Native American guy that was in there that kind of has like the short, neatly cut hair. And he's 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 looking like right at the house and at you at that moment. All right, I'll look right at him, 
and I'll give him yeah the uh, the bronod. <laughs> See what he does. <laughs> and you, as you as you like give him the bronod, he like backs out. You know what I mean? With the car goes in reverse, and it just kind of peels out the driveway and takes off. Mm. I'm gonna try to make a note of the license plate number. Okay, there's actually a role for that. I saw that. So let me uh, intelligence plus composure. Oh wow, reroll the ten. Oh wow, three successes. Uh, you 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 sit there and you're like, God damn it, motherfucker, God damn it. You're like, you know, a a seven six five seven seven a seven six five seven seven a seven six five seven seven. And and you look at the guy and you see the guy's looking at you like that was on the porch and and he like hands he like tosses you like one of the old ballpoint pens and here you go. Thanks, man. And I'll write it on the palm of my hand. Yep. Right. Next, we will cut to Che. Mr. Che, you see that uh, Alex got up on it, you know, kind of took off and said he was going to go do his thing. Well, what would you like to do, dear sir? Uh, I guess I'm like the last one left there. Um, just kind of, uh, I, I leave when he does. Um, okay. Pop in the Jeep, pop in the Bon Jovi cassette, blast him as I drive off to try and... Uh, figure out what the hell to do um i think that uh well there's an option now i mean if you want to call like uh, th- that's why i had mike go first you know what i mean because he probably has the better ability to to kind of gain knowledge that can then be worked on ahead well i assume he's gonna like when he gets an opportunity like update us on things that he figures out you know maybe yeah. call because i mean we're operating on 1980s technology here we we have exactly what were you thinking about? Were you going to call them up, Mike, with what you found? Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Tell them about the murder case, how there's no record on Charlie, and, you know, about Dora Bates, where she lives. That we could so you, are you going to call them up? Yeah. Are you going to try to, yeah, are you going to try to call voicemails. up and meet up? Or, yeah, leave voicemails, and you guys can go meet up at the Denny's again yeah. for dinner. So, uh, or you can meet somewhere else if you want to. So where do you guys want to meet up? What do you want to, where, where do you want them all to meet up at, Mike? Yeah, probably the Denny's or, you know, we could go to the meet. bar. It's nighttime. Yeah. Yeah, we can go we can to go the, the bar main. or, you know, we can just go to my place or someone else's place. What, what do you all, what do you all think you want to do on that? I'll let, I'll let it be a group. Since you guys are a group, you guys can all decide where you want to go with that. I think the bar is probably a good idea. Alex will probably have to go there anyways to catch up on all the days he's missed. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might be weird or if probably, we go yeah. to Denny's twice in the same day. That's some maniac <laughs> stuff right there. <laughs> they talk well, about bleeding houses. Iron stomach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Hello, folks. Have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos and podcasts, or just media in general that deals with your favorite White Wolf role-playing games? Or have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded? One which wouldn't be drowned out by random posts and discussion so that your media could get the attention you want. Well, we have the answer for you in a Facebook group we run called Weight Wolf RPGs Gameplay and Media. The group is specifically ran with the sole intent of it being a one-stop shop for people to view or share media involving the games we all love. We take thorough steps to ensure the page does not become cluttered and is easy to traverse. We are currently over 1,000 members strong, and we are continuing to rapidly grow with new media being shared every day. 
stop on by. We hope to see you there.